So Hotep Jesus shows up on the Joe Rogan uh, experience. And man, there was a lot of wisdom to gather from this. But the, the main piece of wisdom is so simple. It's so in front of our face. I'm surprised we missed it all this time. If you're a Black Equity Insider, you received a email today uh, about my inner thoughts on the Hotep Jesus and Joe Rogan experience. And I gave some of the things that I've noticed. So if you are interested in hearing about Hotep Jesus, which is a prominent figure on on uh, black Twitter, and you want to hear, you know, my first reactions to this interview, uh, you need to sign up to be a black equity insider. It's that simple. I'm going to today give you three pieces of wisdom that not necessarily come from the interview, but comes from black Twitter itself. And it is inspired a lot by what I heard from Hotep Jesus and Joe Rogan's conversation. But this particular piece of wisdom do not come from the conversation. If you wanted to know what I thought about the conversation, you should have signed up to be a black equity insider. So what do I feel about black Twitter? And why am I coming to you today? Well, today I found out that I was unfollowed by people on Twitter that I actually never had any issues with. And so I first want to say thank you. Thank you for unfollowing me. Thank you for whatever reason that caused you to click that button. For whatever reason, it it caused you to uh, not want to be aligned with me anymore. I just want to say thank you. And it was several people. There's several people who have all been linked together, who have decided to unfollow me. They've decided they don't like me. They've decided that I'm uh, the second coming of the devil himself. Why have they decided? I I don't know. Uh, Several of them have my telephone number. They've never called me. They've never interacted with me outside of social media. And so I honestly don't know why they've decided to unfollow me. Maybe they think that I'm not a stand-up guy. Maybe they think I'm a whole-ass nigga. Maybe they think that I'm, I'm no good. Maybe they just didn't like the fact that I challenged one of their friends. I don't know why people do what they do on Twitter. I don't know why people do what they do on social media. And frankly, does it really matter? Frankly, does it really even matter? Because at the end of the day, you're not supposed to take anything personal. So I don't. But I do want to thank you, all of you over the last few weeks of showing me who you are. I want to thank you by uh, hoping that you actually tuned in today uh, because I'm sure this information will get back to you that we're talking about you. 
And I want to offer you three pieces of wisdom. Because since you won't be reading my tweets anymore, and you won't be aligned with me anymore, and, you know, we won't be working together in the future anymore, I guess this is my goodbye to you. Here are the three pieces of wisdom that I've learned from Black Twitter over the last eight months. Enjoy. The first piece of wisdom that I gathered from Black Twitter over the last eight months is this. It is ran as a cult. That's why they call it a cult-like following. There are these people who have decided to run Twitter as a cult. That's why they call it a cult-like following. What is a cult? A cult is defined, and you'll see here, a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or subject. Also, it could be a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. It could also be known as a person or thing that is popular or fashionable, especially among a particular section of society. And that, my friends, is the definition that I am going with. It is a person or thing that is popular or fashionable, especially among a particular section of society. The particular section of society would be a group of people on Twitter. This group of people we also call a segment of black Twitter. In these different segments of black Twitter, there are tribes in black Twitter. There are people who do this and there are people who do that and they all have their own leaders. Those leaders, uh, if they say something negative about someone else, a group of people will do whatever that person tells them to. If the person says, I don't rock with him, then they will stop rocking with that person. If a person uh, says uh, this person was rude, everybody will flock to that thread and say, how dare you be rude? It literally becomes he says this or she says this and you have to go do it. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If if you are on social media to be controlled and manipulated and do whatever anybody tells you to do, then what I just said isn't really that big of an issue. Maybe it's not even a piece of wisdom for you. Here's where it gets tricky. If your life is dependent on what these people on your Twitter and your uh, Instagram and your Facebook, if your life is dependent on what these people say, what happens when those people turn on you? What happens when the very people who were put in charge, I don't know who put, put them in charge, but what happens when these people turn on you like they did me? The people that you've been listening to, the people that you've you've worked with, when they turn on you. How will you feel or will you not take it personal like I'm not? Here's why I'm not taking it personal. Because I've never interacted with them personally. 
over the last two weeks, I've had approximately six to eight people unfollow me that I've never had any interaction with that was negative. <laughs> and I was listening to Hotep Jesus on the Joe Rogan podcast. Him and I have not always gotten along, but we have shown each other respect. And I'm listening to him and he talked about in, in part of the interview, he talked about how, you know, people don't like it and they'll be upset and they'll block me and they'll unfollow. And it's like, oh, well. And it was a, it was confirmation because the moment I watched the interview was the same time I got a report sent to my phone of the people who have unfollowed me. And I'm looking through the report. And I look at the names and I begin to laugh. <laughs> I literally busted out laughing. Because the majority of the people who unfollow me, I've never had any issues with, never had any problems with, always been respectful towards. I've actually made sure I've shared wisdom, sent information and tried to help in any way I possibly could. So why do they unfollow? Well, you will have to ask them that. But here's what I believe. I believe that if you really want to know who controls a certain tribe, find out who you're not allowed to question. Find out who you're not allowed to provoke. Find out who you're not allowed to uh, ask anything negative towards. Once you find out who those people are, you then will find out how they will influence your experience on social media. Because those people do not want any challengers. They do not want anybody who's going to push back on them. If if you raise your hand and say, I have a question and they don't like it, they will make sure that they do everything in their power to get rid of you. And one way of, by doing that is to pretend like you don't exist. The second piece of wisdom that I learned over the last eight months from Black Twitter. Most of the people who say that they rock with you and they love you and they and, and they have they retweet all your stuff and they like you and they'll give you they'll send gifts and have a great time and it's all friendly. They're not really for you. When things go through adversity, if you really want to understand a true connection, a friendship, look what happens when things get tough. Look at things when, when, when things become adverse. When that person whispers in their ear and says, we're not rocking with him anymore. What decision will you decide to make? And it's your decision to make. Nobody can stop you. Nobody can be upset with you. I can't even be upset with you. You got to do what's best for you in your social media timeline. You got to stay connected to who you feel is best for you. I get it. And you have to protect your relationships at all costs. I get it. This is, you know, this is your crew. This is your people. So you can't just give them up. So enter a sacrificial lamb. It's just better to get rid of DJ Moultrie than to get rid of your own people. 
So the wisdom that I've learned is no matter how close you think you are with people and no matter how much you support them, if they are aligned with someone who uh, is not aligned with you and that person has some type of control or influence over their mind, they will drop you in a heartbeat. And so that is why it's so crucial to make sure that the connections and and the uh, world that you have is built on your foundation alone. And it is not built off of someone else's. Because see, a lot of these unfollows could have hurt me if I had spent my entire time uh, working with them in order to build my world. If I had spent the last eight months building with these people and then they all said, well, we're getting rid of him. Then I would be out in the cold. I would have nothing left and the whole tribe would have turned their back on me. I never we never did anything together. I was hoping we would be able to work together and build together, especially since we're all black. (laughs) And we are we're so into black and empowerment and, you know, African-American studies and having each other's back. I, I, I thought that since we were all on the same accord, that we would all get to the finish line together. But here's what I'm seeing. The same people you meet during the time where Nipsey says, make sure the marathon continues are the same people who will make sure they throw you on the side of the street in the middle of the marathon. They'll look back and say, we're not fucking with him. Throw him to the side. He's a nobody to us. He's not part of our tribe. And I'm here to tell you your second piece of wisdom is when they throw you to the side, That is a sign that you won. The best thing that could ever happen to you is that the people who aren't really rocking with you show you that they're not really rocking with you. That's the best thing that could possibly happen. So embrace. Embrace the betrayal. Embrace the people who have turned their back on you. Embrace the people on black Twitter who aren't really for you. They're for their own individual tribes. And that's okay. These aren't bad people. I still will say that these are really great people. They just don't fuck with me. But the beautiful part is. The black equity listeners do. And the black equity listeners who decide to be black equity insiders do. And that group of people is so solid that this eight people has no impact on what we are building over here. And so for those who have unfollowed me and blocked me and sent out uh, (laughs) negativity I invite you to become a black equity listener 
And I invite you to become a black equity insider. Because more than likely, you need it more than anyone else. My final piece of wisdom that I learned from black Twitter over the last eight months. Black people respect white people more than they respect black people. Black people respect white people more than they respect black people. And you hate to see it, but then actually you love to see it. You love to see that if I were white and I said the exact same things that I've said, I would have never been blocked. (laughs) I would have never been unfollowed. Because I never said anything that was actually wrong. I never said anything that actually is inaccurate. I questioned a program that you guys were programming people to follow. I questioned the methods in which you're using within your tribe. I actually questioned everything. I even questioned myself. So what did I do that would cause eight people to unfollow me? Ah, I know what I did. I found out the truth. The truth is, you don't really value the black community You don't really value what's really going on in black culture. Candace Owens has a video on YouTube called The Black Card. And she says that a lot of people will mask themselves around black. But when it's time to actually work with other black people, they don't do it. They they only work with those who they can control and manipulate. Now, this is from Candace Owens. Now, of course, most people listening to this is like, I hate Candace. I'm not listening to her. But maybe she has a point. Maybe the only people black that a lot of these people will work with are those they can control and manipulate. Perhaps once they found out that they couldn't control me and they couldn't manipulate me, the easiest thing to do would just block me, unfollow me, and pretend. Pretend like we never met. And so, for those who want to pretend like we never met, I can play that game. And for those who have come here to get the great wisdom that we provide Monday through Friday, I'm glad we met. I'm glad you're rocking with Black Equity. And I'm sorry you had to sit through this episode. But I found it very necessary to tell my enemies thank you.